Hey everybody, you hear that? Sounds like tea time. are back at the island. How's everybody doing? This is Vanita. Uh, Cheryl T in the house. And this is BJ. I'm with you. Yay. The gang's all here and it's September and fall is here y'all. Yes, yes, I can't wait till the fall weather kicks in. It's been still a little warm in Texas. It got a little cool yesterday. Yeah. And yeah. it was cool this morning, you all. It was like in the high 50s. Okay. And then in an hour, of course, it was almost 70. But <laughs> it was nice. It was nice. I'm excited. I can't wait to start wearing sweaters and cardigans. Isn't that the same thing? Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have to say, our recording studio today is kind of chilly. So. Yeah. <laughs> it is. We're not physically at the island, but we are near the island. Uh, yes, yes, we're near the island. Yes. <laughs> so what's been going on, y'all? Well, I've been staying fit because the fall weather has been coming in. So, you know, I try to go every day, every other day, two to three miles. And so I'm so happy I've been walking two to three miles and... I can see and feel the difference, so I'm excited about that. But then the best thing is, you know, September the 19th was my birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, BJ. And I'm celebrating all the rest of the month. That's what you should do. And so it's nice to get gifts. Look at you. And love from your family and friends. Like the ladies at the Kitchen Island listeners, they just... Gave me such a wonderful birthday and gifts that I'll cherish. And so I don't want to keep going on and on. But hey, celebrate your birthday as long as you want. And I say all the rest of this month is mine. I love it. And you know what? When December December comes, I'm going to do the same thing. I actually do it every year, though. Well, since my birthday is on August 30th, and it's only the 31st that's left in the month. I only get two days to celebrate. <laughs> Maybe I should start early. August 1st. Start oh, yeah. August 1st. You have to start early a And that's my ahead. husband's birthday. <laughs> August 1st. So he would definitely be like, no. No, exactly. <laughs> so maybe on the 2nd or the 5th, you yeah, can start. Yeah, maybe you can I start. can start August yeah, 5th. Give should. him a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's what I'm going to do next year. Yeah, one of the reasons why I, you know, I've been celebrating the whole month of December for a long time because... My birthday is in December and it's so close to Christmas. It's mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve that I always got gypped as a kid. Not <laughs> on purpose, you know, as far as gifts. But when when it's Christmas vacation and everybody's gone on vacation, no one can come to my party because we're on Christmas break. Wow. So, and then my parents would always say, okay, we gave you gifts for Christmas. Um, I know you don't want something for your birthday. <laughs> we, we are broke. <laughs> So I always buy myself something special, mm-hmm. and I celebrate the whole month. Woo-hoo. Okay, okay. Yes. And you start at the beginning of December then? I sure do. All right, all right. I'm going <laughs> to yes. take your lead. Yes, do it, do it. And um, a friend of the pod, Toya, celebrates. We have the same birthday, so we both talk about celebrating the whole month. You're worth it. Yes. Got to do it. Got to do it. Love it. Love it. So what else is going on with you, Cheryl? You do look great, so I need to do some more walking. I know. I wish I could walk, but you know what, y'all? I have an injury, a right foot leg injury, so I haven't been able to go work out. I haven't been able to go to the gym. Um, I'm supposed to be wearing a boot daily, but I can't stand the boot. I can't drive with the boot, so it is what it is. You can always sit and do arm exercises. There's so many things you can do besides mm-hmm. exercising that remote and Netflix. You can just- Well, here's the <laughs> kicker, Miss Cheryl. <laughs> I can do all of that, but the food is going to still go to my butt. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do about that. Nothing you can oh, do about Oh, well, it. thank you for that. <laughs> well, you got to move to get it off the butt. Exactly. Well, you can do. My aunt used to sit on the floor and just scoop. From left to right, and that's supposed to tighten up the butt muscles. I'm done with all your home remedies. I really <laughs> am. Especially the one about Vaseline on your legs. Well, that was when we had little legs. My uncle would tell us to rub our legs with Vaseline, and if you did it every day, your legs would get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> 
So if you don't put on Vaseline, will it get smaller? Well, they wouldn't get any bigger. So no lotion, Vaseline. Vaseline. <laughs> so what you been up to, Cheryl? Well, I'm not doing as great as BJ on the exercise tip. I think I went once this week and that was it. I haven't done any. I'm just, it's hard getting back into the gym for me. It's It's really... It's those are excuses because I have no reason not to be in that gym. But I am down 20 pounds. So that's good. And you I'm look good. good. Thank well, you. Well, that's COVID-20 then. Yeah, that's yeah. my COVID-20. So now I'm trying to get down from that to, you know, we're going to Hawaii next month. So I'm trying to lose another 10 pounds. So hopefully I can do that. We'll see. You will. You we'll will. See. We'll you see. Will. We'll see. But I went to see Stacey Abrams. She came here to Ooh. our lovely city. Yes. And as you all know, she's been helping with uh, the the voters registration and getting people out to vote and the different things that we can do to make sure that everybody has the right and opportunity to vote. Uh, it's not about Democrat or Republican. It's about voting and having and exercising that right. Uh, but she was very inspiring. You know, a couple of things she said that I would like to share. Um, she, they asked her the question of, you know, how do you communicate with people that are different from you? Mm -hmm. Um, and she basically said, you know, I watch, you know, MNBC and I watch Fox news. I watch all of it because I want to understand how people feel. She said, it's important for us to be able to listen and find common ground. She said, we should understand that everybody has their own truths, but we cannot have our own facts. I like that. The facts are the facts. I I like that. But you have your truths and what you believe in, and you have to respect each other's truths. You don't have to necessarily believe in it, but you got to respect it. But the facts are the facts. Facts. (laughs) That is true. So I I really, really love the fact that she said that. The other thing I was surprised about her is that she's an author with about eight to ten books out. Wow, mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that. Wow, that's what everybody, a lot of people didn't know that. She See, started. I knew that, but I just, I haven't read any of them yet. Okay. So tell us about them so we can. So she has eight romance novels and she wrote them under a pen name. And that pen name is Selena Montgomery. Oh. So if you search under Selena Montgomery, those are Stacey Abrams' romance novels. And the reason why she did that, she was in graduate school writing her dissertation. And she was like, okay, my dissertation is going to be published under Stacey Abrams. And I'm writing this romance novel, which one should take precedence with my name. Uh And it was, of course, the dissertation. Mm -hmm. So that's how Selena Montgomery was was born. She had the pen name of Selena Montgomery to start her books. I know. Isn't that amazing? Genius. And she has so much energy to write books, work on a dissertation, be a a person that's promoting the good of the people and their rights. I don't know how she does it. And she has about three different companies that she's operating right now. Yes. And one is an actual consultative firm uh, that help companies, you know, to find out different holes within their uh, operation uh, processes. Mm -hmm. So she gets those people in the room and talks about, even when you have supply chain issues, you talk about from the beginning to the end, and then you can plug in where the holes are. Well, she used that same methodology when she did the voting in, in registration in Georgia. She saw where the holes were in the mm. methodology. Mm-hmm. And so they plugged those holes and that's how they were able to do what they did in Georgia and have it flip like that. I mean, she look. worked her butt off. Mm-hmm. Right. She's a Spelman grad, correct? I am not sure if she I, graduated I'm pretty sure from, she, did she? I'm pretty sure Spelman and then, of course, Yale. Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay, I know about Yale, but I wasn't sure about Spelman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. So she's, I think, one of six kids, and her, her yes. parents are, are pastors, and so wow. they've been raised to help serve the community since they were little. You know, they did a lot of outreach uh, things. Their parents ensured that they did a lot of outreach to help others. Mm-hmm. Wow. But that's, that's awesome. what I was doing this past week. It was very refreshing to see her, to hear her her story and it got a little bit deeper into the things that she did and how she did them. So I was, it was very interesting and very refreshing. She's a very astute, intelligent and inspiring woman. Did wow. she talk about the laws that are being uh, put in place now? Yes. Yeah, she was very, of course, um, painfully disgusted and hurt by the laws that they're now putting in to really suppress voters. Mm -hmm. Um, And one instance that she gave a great detail on is 
uh, a woman that's a hundred years old probably 101 years old and she was attempting to vote this past uh this year in her election in her home state well based on the new rules and laws that they put in that home state for identification you need your birth certificate in order to get the new uh voters identification well this woman is over 100 years old and she's Mm. black so back Mm. then they did not issue birth certificates for african-american people wow Uh, so now here it is no matter how much they did and how many things they hoops they jumped through to try to help this 101 woman age woman to get to vote she was not able to vote in this past election in her region so those are some of the things that are happening they're saying you need your birth certificate but guess what if you were born at a time where they didn't give birth certificate to your particular race Mm -hmm. then the government has to find a way to give you something to say yes you can vote in this country because you are a united states citizen um, so those are some of the things that are happening that, you know, now we now that we know we got to try and fight against it. And I think that's a, a good uh, wake up call for us. And then organizations like the NAACP, the Urban League, wake up black organizations, because these are the things that we've got to start looking ahead to do. So we got people who are in states where there are laws and you got to have a birth certificate. We don't need to wait on them. We need to come up with. How can I get something that represents my birth certificate so that people like the 101-year-old lady can vote? So there's a lot we can do, and I'm glad you shared that, but I really feel like, including us at the island, we got to get up and do something. We can't just keep on saying these people are making laws and putting things in place and stopping our... You know, it feels like such an voting. arduous process because every time you get, you know, step forward, mm-hmm. here come this bum rushing wind that wants to push you backward. But if God before you, no man can be against, against you. you. That's I, true. I just feel like a lot of these things that they're putting in place are going to boomerang and go back on them. Um, because like the word says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sold. That's what he's going to reap. So I just feel like they're putting these laws out there to potentially try to harm a certain group of people. But those laws are going to boomerang and wind up harming those people that are maliciously putting these out there. Because it's all about your motives on why you're doing things. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, So it, it will come back to them. And I don't see it as just a black thing. Like oh, no. You mentioned a I lot don't of black either, organizations. But I mentioned those organizations because... Sometimes I get concerned about them being back, still focused the way we used to be focused. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just saying that I have a desire for black organizations to wake up and see some of the newer things that we have to face. And look forward and not look back. Yes. 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 So I should have said that to kind of clarify. But I know it's not only a black thing because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of uh, other minorities and and groups that will be affected by these laws as well and and i I, i'm so linear when it comes to things like this i see it as not black or white or um you know minority versus majority i see it as right versus wrong right exactly that's how i see it and it's just if it's wrong it's wrong if it's right it's it's right no matter who's involved right no matter the political party no matter your financial situation exactly you know what your impure motives in your heart are when you put these laws together when you vote on these things when you spew these things out of your mouth or when you post these things on the internet you know what's in your heart, the impure mm-hmm. motives. And most importantly, God knows exactly. what's in your heart. So I see it as just right or wrong. And it's we got to stand up for right. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you, too. I'm with you. But our producers just checked. And Stacey Abrams did graduate from Spelman. Awesome. Um, she also um, graduated from U- University of Texas in Austin with uh, School of Public Affairs. Mm-hmm. And she also, um, well, a master's in public affairs. I'm sorry. Let me get that right. And then she also, of course, earned her um, Juris Doctor from Yale Law School. Awesome. So she's a heavy hitter. Mm -hmm. And she's always looking forward and trying to do better for the people. Mm -hmm. All people. All people. Not just black people. Not just women. Yeah. Not just Georgians. Yes. Everybody. Everybody. So on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And we will be right back. 
All right, we're back, and I really need to take us on the real side. Okay. So we need some real talk, and it's heavy, but I need to share it with you ladies dish the at the tea, island. Dish the dish tea. The I got to dish the tea. Uh, recently, I had three really close friends, dear friends, and they've all received a cancer diagnosis. Okay. And okay. I'm praying for them, and I know that I'm leaning on God, and they're leaning on God, His grace and His mercy. But it's not about me. It's about them. Right. But how do those who are in that same position as I am, how do you support and love and help them through this? Because you got to get through it too. That's true. And so I just need you all to share, especially Cheryl. <laughs> yeah, let's point share, to Cheryl. Share I'm, with I'm, us. I'm how, do, how do we... I know how to support in some ways, mm -hmm. but it's an issue for me. So first of all... But I don't want to be self-centered, but I'm just being real talk. It's an issue for me. You yeah. definitely have to process how you're feeling um, and make sure you do process that, how you're feeling, because you don't want to take and stifle that or, or shuffle, it, shuffle it down because it will come out some one way or the other. You need to process hearing that news about your close friends. Mm -hmm. So process that. If you need to talk to someone to process it through, talk to a friend, talk to a counselor, but you have to process it. But then at the same time, that other person, as you're supporting them, they want you to be yourself. They want you to be a consistent, stable foundation for them. That's uh, true. They don't want you switching up and changing and acting mm. like, you know, treating them like kick gloves no, and, and, and I scared to that. talk to them and scared to go by their house oh, and no. check on them. And, you know, they don't want that. They really, Or they could be someone that's in your house, in your home. Yes. They mm -hmm. want you to remain consistent to true to who you are because that'll help them to stay true to who they are mm -hmm. as they're going through this process. And I've been trying to do that, too, with my friends, you know, no... Uh, no running by daily mm -hmm. for any of them or not calling them every 10 minutes mm -hmm. or anything like that. I'm just trying to... Even though, even though you may have the urge, mm -hmm. you know, because, do it. because you're concerned and mm -hmm. you just want to let them know that you're there for them, mm -hmm. it is hard. It's a difficult, you know, yeah, place to be. It's a balancing act. That's is. exactly what it is. Like you said, I don't want to be like, treat them like with, with kid, kid gloves. gloves and... You know, I didn't do that before. I'm not going to start doing it now. But then inside, there's mm -hmm. still something in me that I got to work on. Yes, you have to process it because right now you're feeling that emotion of your friend has got this, this disease. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to make, you want them to be better. All three of them. And I'm just... So you have to process that. Make sure you talk to somebody, like I said, to go through that process. Do not, uh, what do you call it? Pack it down, as they say. Um, you don't want to suppress those feelings. Mm -hmm. When you say talk about it with someone, are you saying just another friend or family or an actual professional? Both, either. Because some people can have a professional counselor that they want to talk, talk about it to and bounce it off. Or you can call somebody to say, look, this is how I'm feeling concerning my friend. They have this, 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 and I'm not sure I'm feeling a little bit this. Just express your emotions and your feelings because if you start to suppress those feelings, they will come out in some other form. Mm -hmm. Something will trigger it and it will come out in another form. It may form. even come out in anger. Am yes, I correct? Yes, it can come out in anger. It can come out in frustration. It can come out in anger against somebody that you really love and care about and you don't mean it. But because you are suppressing those feelings, feelings of of anxiety of pain of hurt of disbelief those things fester and when they fester they cut like a coke can you shake the coke can up and you mm -hmm. open it and, and it just, just spew out yeah. and you're like where did that come from same thing when you suppress those type of emotions and you don't process them mm -hmm. that's the reason for counselors is, is to help you process the only thing we do as counselors is we're listening to you mm -hmm. and we give you just some coping tips and skills okay but you're doing the work mm -hmm. because if if you don't talk and get it out of you, there's nothing we can do to help But you. I tell you all this all the time. I was just getting ready to say. I know what you're getting ready to say. What? You'll unload on us and then you feel better. Is that what you're going to exactly, say? Exactly, because I'm already feeling better. better. already? Just yes, talking. Yes, because once I tell you all, I don't, I can't go out and tell the world or just everybody I know. Mm -hmm. Right. But I feel like you all are my confidants. And so once I tell you. Right. I'm. 
Better. Not better. I won't say I'm all the way, but I'm much better. You're better. That's why it's called talk therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody needs somebody they can talk to. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. You can be the most famous person in the world. You need somebody to talk to when you're going through. We all need someone to talk to when we're going through. So one quick question, mm-hmm. um, Cheryl. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Do we have to pay you to talk to you? Uh-oh. Yes, I'm telling you, I'm charging you right now $120 an hour. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I got my advice before she gave the bill. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but that is my fee. But I do not charge my friends and family. I'm not even supposed to really go into detailed professional counseling with right. friends and family because they tell you to refer them to other people. Right. But, of course, if somebody called me and need to talk, what I'm going to do? Listen. listen. Exactly. <laughs> you can listen as a friend. Yes. Yeah, you can listen as a friend. I just want to read this one scripture that I, you know, I woke up this morning with on my mind when I found out about a friend with cancer. And it said, when he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. John 11 and 4. Okay. All right, I got that. John 11 and 4. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. That's excellent. I will definitely be referring to that because you, myself, like you, I know of some some friends and family members, actually, that have gotten the same diagnosis. So that's very helpful, um, what you've said, Cheryl. And I was, just before you said it, I was thinking, (laughs) Beverly, you always unload and feel better. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And that's that's the reason for us having that talk therapy. You we should be able to let that go. Um, and it's, it's literally it's 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 refreshing when mm-hmm. you take that load off of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not solving the problem at oh, all. No. Absolutely not. But you just, just letting your it, emotions, easing yeah. it up off of your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this may not go along with with what you got what we're talking about. But think about this is going to sound weird. But when you're not feeling well, you're really, really sick, and you may have food poisoning, Mm -hmm. and you feel like you have to throw up Mm -hmm. to feel better. And you do. And you feel better. And you You feel feel better. better. Yes. yes. It's almost the same kind of process. Yes. If that makes any sense. That's also, that's releasing sickness from your physical body. Mm -hmm. Talk therapy is like releasing it from your spiritual body. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but... It lifts a burden off. Yes. Yes, it does. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, wow. Okay, thank you for for sharing with us, um, Beverly, because we all have family members that are going through something. It may not be cancer. It may be something else. It may be COVID. Yes. But there's just a lot of things going on in the world right now. And you're right. We need to talk to each other Mm -hmm. and not suppress it. And not judge when people oh, yeah. do come to talk to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And don't be so quick to give your recommendations. Just listen. Just listen. Yeah. And think about it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I just needed some real talk, you all. I know we do a lot of feel good, ooh, 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 but I just needed some real talk to tell you about a real issue. That's what we and do at the Kitchen Island Tea. So that's exactly listening. what we do. Thanks for listening. Yes. So on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, Islanders. We just want to check in with you personally. We would love to hear from you with feedback about your favorite episodes, any ideas you have about possible future topics, and guest suggestions. We can be reached at our email, which is kitchenislandtea at gmail.com. Also reach out to us via Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, be safe, mask up, and keep hope alive. Ciao! And we are back at the Kitchen Island Tea. So let's talk about what's going on, some hot topics right now. What you got for me, Lady V? Well, you know, there's just so much in the news. Mm-hmm. I mean, there it, it's overwhelming. 
Um, the ladies here at the island know, or at least I think they know, I don't really like watching the news mm -hmm. because I don't know how to... I internalize everything and hold on to everything, right? Mm -hmm. And so I try not to watch the news. But then I have these alerts that come on my phone about everything that's going on because yeah. I have the CNN app, okay? But, you know, COVID is always first on my mind. Um, the numbers where they're going up and down because that determines how often I'm going to leave the house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, let's yes. be real about it. I mean, I'm a senior citizen and, you know, I have health issues. And so I don't want to put myself out there, even though I've had even the booster shot. So yeah. I've had three shots. But, you know, I, I was noticing yesterday <clears throat> there are 42,540 42 million? 42 million. Thank you. 42,543,000 confirmed cases in the United States. That's a lot of people. That's yeah. a lot of people. We and only have about 330 million people in the whole country. I know. I know. So you do the math on the percentages. <laughs> yeah. But we have 681,000 confirmed deaths wow. from COVID. So those numbers kind of struck me. Because I'm, that's the one thing I do constantly watch. Um, there are times I get tired of being in a house. So that's when I check the numbers to see yeah. what's going on. And each state has experienced surges of new cases mm -hmm. at different points over the course of the pandemic. And Texas is right up there in the top. Of course, because we have, you know, very relaxed mandates on masks. Yes. In fact, they have stated that we can't mandate masks even in the school systems. And... It's just so disheartening to see that people have heart in their hearts uh, in this whole <clears throat> pandemic. And instead of it bringing us together as a country to solve the problem, it's kind of like it's it's everybody has their little tribe now. Yes, mm -hmm. and it's so divided, and it's yeah. not even divided in half. Once again, facts are facts. You know, <laughs> your truths might be, well, I don't want to wear no mask. Well, you know, don't be in public around a whole bunch of people then if you don't right. want to wear masks. Don't exactly. get on the airplane if you don't want to wear a mask. That's my thing. You know, you know um, but at the same time, this is a this is a health crisis that we're in. Exactly. That's a real one. A serious thousand people, they have loved ones. Each person have at least five to ten people that's attached to them that's grieving them. Do you know how many people in this country are now in the midst of grief because that's 681,000 people that are gone now? I know. And some of those are families that have gone from yeah. COVID. So when you think, or a mother and father and they leave five children. Oh, that's... Including a baby. Yes. You know, we heard that story and that's that affects know. a lot of people. It does. And it was, it, it could have all been preventable. So my thought was, oh my God, you know, I thank God, you know, maybe that's one of the attitude gratitudes I have today is that the vaccines were out before the Delta variant came through. Right. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine what we would have experienced if that Delta variant had hit us prior to the vaccines <clears throat> being available? Even though we were not at herd immunity, but we still had a large uh, po amount of the population that had already been fully mm -hmm. vaccinated. We would have a lot more deaths. Oh my goodness, the hospitals would have been more, overwhelmed. Well, they were already overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah we have a lot of people who are, would still be suffering from so various respiratory illnesses. That's true. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of people now who had COVID, and yes, they got over it, but they're walking around with a fuzzy brain. Mm -hmm. They can't uh, get things true. together. And there that's are a lot true. of young people, say anywhere from... The 20 to 30 some years old and they're not able to function and go back to their jobs because they had COVID. Yeah, and that's the same thing with children are now getting it uh, at an alarming rate. And so and one doctor said, well, this child yes, she got over COVID, but she can't blow a flute. If she wanted to play an instrument, she can't participate that's in sports. Lungs are damaged. Because that's horrible. Her lungs are damaged. That's horrible. Um, so I don't think people understand the long-term repercussions of this virus. Everybody's like, oh, you, you can catch it and you'll get over it just like the flu. Not everybody's mm -hmm. going to, it's not going to do that with everybody's body. And it's different for everyone. Right. Do you want to take a chance on you or your family member or your child catching it? And so... I just think, you know, God is such an awesome and mighty God. And I, I just believe he is saying to the world, 
Listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> listen to me, Linda. Exactly, yes, exactly. He's trying to get us to just slow down and take him, you know, and listen to him and be number, have him number one again in our lives. And we have just, we settled down for a moment. But then only for a moment. <laughs> Cheryl, we I, I joke we joke about this all the time, but you you said it earlier, um, a few months ago. I want to shut down again where everybody's just sitting still in their houses. Yes. And and thinking things through and making good decisions. That was so refreshing for me. It was for me too. It was great to have a social break. You didn't have people saying, oh, can you be here at this time? Can you come to this event? Can you be at my event for this? Can mm. you do this? And yes, we have the opportunity to tell people no, but... Sometimes it's very difficult to say that no to people that you really care about. Exactly. You know, you want to be there for them, but at the same time, you're connected to so many people. It's difficult to constantly be at everything. And just today, my grocery store is maybe about five minutes. 10-minute drive for me. Mm-hmm. Took me an hour to go up there and get back. So much traffic. It's like, where is everybody going? Can we just get back home and be locked in again? Yeah, can yeah. we have a shutdown again? <laughs> At first, no. the streets were We're empty and you yes. could just jump in your car and go somewhere real quick and come back. But everybody wanted to go quickly and come, come back, back because the you didn't want to be exposed. And it helped our rivers. It helped the earth. Everything. Oh my God! It was just so. It helped. It helped our souls. Yes, Yes. it did. It really did. It gave you time to reflect, to spend time with your family, to spend time with God. It just. It did. It was a. It was a quiet time. A lot of people didn't welcome it, but a lot of people like me and us, Mm -hmm. we welcomed it. I did. I have one comment to make, and I want to make sure I say this very clearly. This made me think of when the Pharaoh. Mm. Did not listen to God. Mm. What was the final plague that happened? And they finally, he finally listened to God and let the children of Israel free. What was the final thing that happened? Was that the the babies? The firstborn died, the Mm -hmm. children. And what is this virus affecting now? The Children. children. And I'm not saying that God is causing this to harm children don't get me wrong that is not what i'm saying i, I know anybody to think that's what i'm saying of course but it's something that we still are not slowing down to hear god and listen to him exactly with mm-hmm. all of this that's going on in the world do we not get it no we can't go back to normal no because <laughs> that trying, normal is no longer no the norm he's trying to press the reset but our normal was going so far to the left away from his calling in that's his true. direction in his will that's true we still trying to fight it exactly Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and if it's you crazy. think about it his direction is for family yeah but we were so involved and so intent on getting our children involved in everything, everything. Uh-huh. that we were really pulling the family apart that's true because everybody had to eat dinner at a different time because this one has to go to dance this one has to go to gymnastics this one has to go to basketball and so it's nothing wrong with those things, but somewhere you have to put, cut the line, you know? Yeah. We're teaching our kids how to be anxious. Anxious and busy all the time, <laughs> all the time. about doing nothing. And want anxiety. everything instantly. Mm-hmm. Instant gratification mm-hmm. is what we're it's teaching. constant because we're teaching them constantly. Come on, come on. You're going to be late. You're going to be late. Come on. Quickly eat that. Eat that. We're eating in the car on the way to practice. Eating you in the car on the way to practice. fast food. This, this is funny. Like, and you, you're right about that. We were sitting at the dinner table and my grandson eats so fast. And my mother's like, he swallowed his meal and we're still just getting our plates together. And so he's, I said, why do you eat so, why do you swallow? I'm not swallowing. But then I found out they only have 30 minutes at, at school. school. And so they want to be with their friends. And so in order to do that, they got to eat real fast so they'll have time left to be with their friends before they go to class. Mm-hmm. But we're doing that with everything. That's true. Yes. That's not true. just them in school. Yes. You know, hurry up. Like you said, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And so we're just hurrying to where? Mm-hmm. And for what? That's funny you should say that because today um, my husband and I were driving along and I was staying on the access road. Mm-hmm. And he's like, when are you going to get on the interstate? I'm like, I thought I'd take the slow route and just go on the access road. And I said, let me tell you something. When someone says you're late, when I arrive somewhere and they say you're late, I said, no, I'm not. I'm here when I'm supposed to be. I am never late. Mm-hmm. And so 
I've learned the hard way to take my time and enjoy the things in life. Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. do that. Yes. And you're right. We want every that's what thus came the microwave. Yeah. We want everything fast and quick. Yes. Microwave dinners, <laughs> microwave popcorn, fast food. <laughs> fast food. We want everything fast. And I'm telling you, it's like God wants us to slow down so that we can hear him true because there are there are instructions that are coming for the next phase of where he's taking us mm-hmm. but we're not listening to it and i have to say with pharaoh god didn't cause that plague on on him he caused that plague on, on himself him. yes. right because god said whatever he deems that whatever pharaoh says that same thing is going to be turned back over to him Damn. so he said go kill all the firstborn of the israelites children so, and that happened to all of the Egyptian children because Pharaoh, whatever he spoke out was the next plague, it actually turned back on them. That's why I keep saying whatever people are putting out there to harm other people is going to come back. That's true. To them. That is true. So I believe it. I just, you know, I just say to everybody that's listening, I'm, I'm praying that you have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And I'm also hoping that you're spending quality time hearing what God wants you to do for you and your family because really that's most important what is his will for our lives Mm -hmm. his will is to be with your family and love your family Mm -hmm. that is true his will is perfect. I, I got kind of deep into that, didn't I? That's okay. That's okay. We're all about deep and then we're all about surface. It's okay. There's a time for both. There's a time for both. Well, let's talk about, we've been talking about the pandemic and COVID. What do you all think about this? Now, here we are now, COVID for 12 and under. What do you think about that? And then we got the booster shot, which Lady V already has her booster. Yes. So we got the two extremes, 65 and up. Can I, is it okay to say that? Yeah, I'll be 65, 65 in December. 65 and up, you can get the booster. But 12 and under, they're working on it. But our 14-year-old grandson, we were able to get him the, the shot. So we're grateful for that. I think, you know, it'd be great once they get to the 12 and under. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that... I think so many people are, because they're made this such a political polarizing thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, oh, my kids and I getting that shot. Well, your kids had to get the MMR, the they, mumps and measles rubella. Yeah, Your kids had to get the tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these, you got to show your shot record before you go, go to, to school, school. Or you can't go. <laughs> yes. That is so true. That's <laughs> all true. Or you can't mm-hmm. go, you know. It's like all of these things that we've been doing already in order to make sure we keep uh, diseases down within our community, within our environment. You know, now all of a sudden it's like, I don't trust that. What's in that shot? Well, you didn't say that when you gave your baby the MMR shots, mm-hmm. you know, at the doctor's office. So that that's one thing thing that we just really have to and, and it is a decision i'm not saying that everybody should get their children sh- with this vaccine but if it's offered and it's actually healthy for them and it's okay for them then do it but it is a definitely a personal decision you know but i just i just marvel at the people that are saying that and then at the same time, they their kids had to get all these other shots to get in yes. school. <laughs> to even play sports. Yeah, and, and they, they didn't, didn't ask, ask any questions. questions. <laughs> Just let my boy play football. Yes. Exactly. Let my girl play basketball and That's volleyball. That's why I say it's so polarizing right now. And because of the political issues that are going on. And one other thing I heard one governor say. <laughs> he said, Which governor? Uh, it, you know, <laughs> Texas? No, 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 no. Oh, Florida. Florida. I can't say, I can't remember which one. Matter of fact, I won't say. But he was like, all of you people that's walking around saying that the vaccine has some type of nano chip and they can oh. track you. You carry around cell phones. <laughs> and we track you all, all day long. long. They got commercials about it on <laughs> TV with yeah. people tracking you and following you. Exactly. And there's so nothing he's like, you can do about it. That is, you know, why would you even say that? Because you feel like the government is tracking If you carry a cell phone, anybody can track, track you. you. Your no family members, the government, <laughs> yeah. Russia, yeah. everybody's tracking you. Yeah, when you got your Even when you on. try to turn off that location. Yeah. 
Yeah. As long as it's on, it's mm-hmm. on. Yeah. 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 Cause it's pinging off a satellite. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you go, it's pinging off a satellite. That's true. She just went left. She just <laughs> went <laughs> right. <laughs> so how can you, if you think the government is going to track you once you get this vaccine, because you think some nano <laughs> bite is going to be in your arm and chip, mm-hmm. you carrying a cell phone that's being tracked all day, every day. Remember we used to think your supervisor was tracking you? <laughs> she would giving you pieces of jewelry. She ain't going to listen to the podcast. Yeah, she won't she hear that. Right, but if she hears it, it's the truth. It's we the truth. Real talk. That's right. She was tracking you. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Beverly, here's a bracelet. Again, as soon as I would wear it, certain people at the island would reach for the bracelet or the piece of jewelry and say, Hello, and call the person's <laughs> name. How you doing? You know Beverly's with us. <laughs> I know. That was crazy. <laughs> that's funny. Yes. So let's think about some other things that's happening. On a lighter note. Is there a lighter note? Oh, yeah. What Football is it? Football season has been off the chain. Ooh, yes. Sunday nights oh, and yes. Monday night football. And Thursday nights. Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Football has been awesome. And there have been some great games. Yes. I mean, nail biters down to the end. Yes. You know, yes. Dallas kicking a field goal. You know, they got the three points at oh, the last minute oh. with a field goal kicker that didn't do well. Okay, remember, game. listeners, Cheryl has to mention <laughs> Dallas <laughs> because yes. of her husband. husband. <laughs> she wants to be able to be happy in her home. <laughs> I will get divorced, y'all, if I don't like the Dallas Cowboys. Well, let's, live in the same well, let's house. cut that off. Yeah, let's not Let, talk let's about talk that. Let's talk about our pastor's team. The Green Bay Packers? Yeah. Finally won. Aaron Rodgers. Finally. I was happy for him. He's good, though. He just, you know, that first week was just a, yeah. a bleep. That was a wash. Yeah, that was With four wash. touchdowns in one game, and who caught them all? Aaron... I can't think of his last name, but he's I can't another think of Aaron. His, yeah, I can't think of his last name. Yeah. It was good. It was it a good was game. Awesome. It was good. So I just wanna what's I just wanna ask the question, what's going on with Big Ben? Okay, you went there, huh? Okay, so everybody knows that the island, the Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers are my team. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a Steelers fan, but if we could get another quarterback, I'd take him. <laughs> he's a little beat up, banged up. No, he's not a little bit. He's older. He needs to retire. I think he should have retired two years ago. I really do. Just like I think Pop, your boy from the Spurs. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. (laughs) He needs to retire too. No, I like. We're good. I like Pop. Pop's got good strategy. It's just hard going through rebuilding for any team. Rebuilding for how many years? Well, look at the Lakers. They rebuilt. They were losers for a good while. A long time. Mm -hmm. True. True. Long time. It's yeah. just when you experience victory so many times, it's hard to take defeat. Yeah, Big Ben. Those young, those young guys on the, the defense are just hawking him down. He and, can barely and get you away. They say he's too old. Brady is what forty, 40 getting ready to 42. try to play. Why did you say that bad word on the podcast? <laughs> Do not ever say the Brady again. Okay? No, thank you. He said he thinks he can play until he's 50. He said that? Yes, in the interview last week. What is he, well, 42? He's in good condition. I think he's 42 or 44. Yeah. He ain't playing Can our producer day. look that up for us while we're sitting here? Yes, thank you. But I'll, he I'll just does him. what I think certain athletes do things to maintain their bodies. Yeah. And so, you know... Uh, LeBron does a lot yes, to maintain yes. his body. Kobe did that too. And Kobe did yeah. too. Rest mm-hmm. his soul. And so did um, our our um, guy on the Spurs. Duncan. Tim, Tim, Tim Duncan. Duncan. Yes. Yeah, he, did he really take I, care of his body? I thought he did really well up until this that last season because he but, had a brace on his knee. But Yeah, but he didn't do the extra, extra stuff yeah. that... I mean, they almost went the Michael Jackson route of being in a chamber. <laughs> I mean, LeBron does. Yeah, LeBron spends, I think I read somewhere, and we'll double check this with the producers, $10 million a year on just his body. What? Maintaining it. Million, so that's Maintaining an investment. It. It's called ROI, return on investment. investment. There mm-hmm. you go. Especially on your body. Because... The one thing I notice about athletes, you may make a lot of money and all of that, but once they retire, they're walking with a limp. They're bent over. Their hands and fingers are Especially crooked. Football players. Their feet are bad. Their knees are bad. So, I mean, you pay a price for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, our producers just let us know that Tom Brady is actually 44 years yeah, 44. old. Oh, so he only has six more years to tough it out. He won't do it. 
He won't make it. We'll see. We definitely will see. And I don't think, it's not that I don't think he has the ability, but with each year, they're gunning for you. They're gunning. They want to sack you. They want to they knock He's you got a good line. down. Let me just say this. Brady must be doing some very good things for his offensive line. Now, mm-hmm. Big Ben, I think he need to come out of pocket a little bit more for them. Cause he can. He's too <laughs> stiff. He's not in shape. No, but no, I say out of pocket, he needs that relationship. giving them thing, relationship, because he got hit 10 times. When you build a relationship, <laughs> they'll do ten. anything it for you. Case. Because they don't this. want him there. I, I guarantee you that's Listen, it. He got that's to figure out how to build that relationship. Look how Tom Brady did it with moving to another team, a whole new group of guys, mm-hmm. and you know many of them are younger than he is. But they all work because he yes. brought something to the table and mm-hmm. he brought something to them. Yeah. And it's the same for young people on a job. I'm just gonna throw this in here. When you're on a job, build relationships, be good to other people, and you'll get good back. Mm-hmm. And they'll go. That is true. They will go the distance for, for you. you. That's true. Supervisors don't be so happy to be a supervisor that you can't help the workers. That's true. So I took us off on a tangent, but it's just a little tip about working in relationships. So now back to football. <laughs> what do you all have to say before I bring up MLB? I knew you were going to go ahead and go to MLB. Go to MLB. Go ahead. I'm so happy, Mark. St. Louis Cardinals have won, I think, their 10 or the last 11 games. Do they know when to peak? They're peaking at the right time. And so, go Cardinals. Exactly. Yes. I'm a Yankees fan. I stick with the Braves. Really? Yes. ATL. ATL, but mm, I don't know about all that, but go ahead. I can't go with the Astros. You know, they cheated. Oh, here we go. Go. Here we go. (laughs) That hurt my soul. Did it. Yeah. No worse than Belichick. I know, and Brady. <laughs> exactly. That's probably why I don't like them. Cheaters. Cheaters just never our prosper. Opinion. Just our opinion. Yeah, this is just our opinion. As you, as you, yes. as the listeners know, we have a wealth of information about a lot of things. <laughs> Opinions, at least. Yeah. Exactly. Don't count us out. Those are our truths. They're not facts. They're our, our truths. Yes. Yeah. No, we don't know facts. No, not at all. Not at all. Oh, I got a question for you. Uh-oh. Did anybody watch the Emmys? You I know what? Not. I did. Do you want me to speak? Or yeah. You, okay. Yeah. It was the worst two and a half, three hours of my life. Wow. I regretted every minute of it. Why? Because no actor or actress, and I think it's not proper to say actress anymore. No, they're an actor too. They're an actor too. Of color, one for acting. None. Absolutely none. Wow. And they had an a African-American host. Yes. yes. Cedric the <laughs> and my opinion, he sucked. But that's no, my no, opinion. No, I'm sorry. I'm too much because he's from, well, he grew up in Carruthersville and then came to St. Louis. So back oh, in the day. Oh, here we go. She's just. Yeah, back is, in the day on Fridays, you'd go to this club in the circle for those in St. Louis. <laughs> and she's putting her thumb down, but it's okay. Cedric the Entertainer. I like him because he's clean. Mm-hmm. He's not giving a lot of bad jokes about women mm-hmm. or calling women out of their name. Right. And he doesn't do a lot of cussing. Okay. So, Cedric the Entertainer, two thumbs up for you. It could have been more exciting, I admit. Thank you. But I just look for the fashions. So, I saw some key colors that I love. It was a lot of people in, like, electric light yellow. Which I love. I loved every one of them. I wanted mm-hmm. one. That's my favorite color. Mm-hmm. And then there were a couple of red was big. And I know that's Lady V's main color. Yes. So. The I, only highlight for me is when they honored Debbie Allen. That yes, was it. That was awesome. That was it. But the rest of it was just. So who was your favorite um, actor that got an Emmy? In the past? No, just on this show. Even though they didn't happen to be a color, I'm sure we watch other people that are not a color. Um, wow, I'm at mm, a loss. I didn't have a fave. I Me either. Think. Me either. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no one that I said, oh, yes, they won. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, I, there was just no one. Wow. I know, and I watch a lot of television. It was kind of slow, though. It was, it was slow. slow. To like... me, it was boring. Mm-hmm. And again... 
It, it was just redundant. I'll I put really it to you that way. I do not like award shows. I don't either. I never Because watched. of what happened this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watch for like the fashion piece and if there's a show that I really like, but... I just kind of went in, went out. And, and the did. thing is... I flick channels. I don't know how the voting process goes, but there's like a show that gets like 10. Mm-hmm. What are you saying about all these other shows that are number and one will, and number two? I will two say and, this. What? Tell me. Um, Issa Rae mm-hmm. was at a table. Yes. And whoever, one of her team members was at the table with her. Mm-hmm. Whatever category they were in, I, I can't even remember, mm-hmm. but... They didn't win. Right. And her, I don't know if this was some sort of producer or Mm -hmm. person on the team, was so angry. angry. And they showed it on the camera at their table. Mm -hmm. And Issa Rae was trying to calm her down. And this woman, like, knocked her hand away like, no. I think she just felt in her heart that whatever they were doing, it should have been a winner. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. And she was so... There's something to be said for the voting process and knowing how it really, really does happen. I just think, you know, people take too much stock in winning these items that does not going to prove anything in the end. Yes. <laughs> I hate to say it. Yes. I'm so about the big picture, y'all. <laughs> and the big picture is you if know, you can touch somebody or entertain somebody and it reaches somebody, great. that's enough. And I know that we all need our attaboys and our affirmation and our pat on the back. Exactly. can anybody take any of that with them when they leave this No, and I, and, I, and I believe in my heart that I don't think a lot of people do it for affirmations. Mm-hmm. Those affirmations just happen. happen yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Nobody sits around and like I'm getting ready to kill it in this movie mm-hmm. so that I can get nominated and win an Oscar. No, so I don't do now. There's probably there are. There are some mm-hmm. people that do, but I just say that people get so visceral about either winning or not winning. Right. When really it's it's just a statue that you get. Exactly. Kind of like kind of like us. Statue that you get. Exactly. Kind of like us. We're not doing this to get awards even but though. But we got one. And, and yeah. we got one and we'll take it. And we'll take it. But that's not why we're doing that's it. That's not why we're doing it. So we wouldn't have got upset if we didn't win. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Exactly. That's we would, a, we would, I think we I was saying that because of, you know, the what you just said, BJ. So many people take put so much stock in mm-hmm. I got to win True. this. Mm-hmm. True. I got to win this Super Bowl. I got to win this World Series or because I got to win this Emmy or I got what does it do? Because I think Cheryl, <laughs> sometimes people feel like that's the stamp of approval from my their peers. Validation. Their validation mm-hmm. from their peers. Some people need that. Some people need validating. And that's I, the thing. We all need validating. And we all need affirmation. And we all need that attention, that pat on the back. But where we get it from is what's most important. That's true. It's true. And when you take it out of context and put that above what you're trying to do or what yes. you're doing, mm-hmm. that's when it becomes blurred. Exactly. And that's thus probably the anger that exactly. you but witnessed. But it was just amazing that the camera person kept on them. Yeah. That They're going to do that. They're <laughs> going to do that. Camera, she was... You know, I was... I, yeah. I was complaining about the cameraman because now I'm going to switch it to tennis. Okay. Okay, so when Djokovic lost, the camera zoomed in on him and even though he had a towel, mm-hmm. you could tell he was... He was hyperventilating under there, crying so hard. He was because that's hard to do. He had yeah. his heart set on that, and right. everybody around him did. But again, the cameraman focused on that instead mm-hmm. of giving that man that private moment. He lost. He didn't. He didn't want to lose. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to lose. But I think that's what Naomi was complaining about. You know. Yes. She's yes. like, hey, y'all coming to us when we've lost a, a match. And asking support. stupid questions. Yes, that was so important to us. You guys have, done, have not they allowed us to process They just need to go to Pop's school of response. He's irritating. He's irritating. But he tells you if you got a dumb question. He will. Why are you asking me that when you know blah, 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 yeah. blah. So Pop, I like that. I got to give they him credit. Go to, yeah. go to yeah. Pop's school of learning. Yeah. yeah. Popovich will... 
he will put a reporter in their place. I think that's so so much of why I say that, you know, people are looking for validation. And sometimes to me, it's in the wrong place because we've already been validated. And that is true. When you know God has validate you, validated you, anything else that anybody gives you is like gravy. It's like, oh, great. Thank okay. you. Okay. Exactly. You know, you ain't going to die over it if you don't get it because you don't been validated by Thank you, Cheryl. Almighty, my, you know? That is my mentality yes. all the time. That's it is. That's the way I think. That's the mm-hmm. reason why it's so, it's sometimes disheartening when I see people just, you know, almost kill themselves to get a, either a ring or a trophy. It's mm-hmm. like, really? You know? I know. <laughs> you know. But, you know, if you have a passion for it, that's great. But if it's going to drive you to a mental state of breakdown, it's not worth right. it. Or being an ugly person. Yes. You know, a mean rude, person. Yes. Or an angry person. Yes. It's, yes. it's just not worth it. It's not if worth it If you get it because you're doing it just because this is something that you're designed to do and you got a passion, passion for and it. And somebody wants to reward you. Right. Like, that's oh, on right. them. Right. But if you, you're trying to strive for it and you're trying to step on everybody else to get where you're going, it's, it's, it's all about the motives of the heart. So, but if you have, if you know that you're validated by God... Then anything else that ex- that you get is extra. That is true. You gravy, know, gravy, gravy on the rice. It's gravy. Yes. <laughs> so I always say, you know, if God is giving me a standing up, give giving me a uh, stand. If everybody else is throwing tomatoes at me and God is hand clapping and saying, "Baby, you're doing a great job. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm fine." Wow. <laughs> yeah. I am fine. And that's and that's the end of the game. We are. We are um, actually sitting here watching Thursday night football, and the Panthers just beat the Houston Texans twenty four to nine. Yeah, the Texans yeah. are in trouble. So this wasn't a good <laughs> night game, <laughs> but that's okay. So um, we're gonna take a break, and then we will be back with attitude of gratitude. <laughs> Okay, we are back here at the island, and it is time for Attitude of Gratitude. And I would just, I'm going to go first, okay. but that's okay. Sure. Um, I hope y'all don't think this is kind of corny or whatever, but just sitting here and recording and talking and conversing with you two ladies, I have been smiling inside because I'm just really grateful for our relationship for this podcast um it is great to have sister friends that not only you can do a podcast with but we can just talk like yesterday we went out to eat and we just talked and we had a good time and i am truly grateful because my circle is very small i grew up military i i married military and i've traveled and you know, you you lose some friends, you gain some friends, but you guys are my friends for life, for the rest of my life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I just wanted to throw that out. Um, I'm so grateful that you guys not only have agreed to do this podcast, but we get along so well, and um, we feed off of each other. Yes. And our do. families love each other. Yes. And this has just been an awesome, awesome relationship. So, I love y'all. Hey, Yay, we, we love, love you more. too, Lady B. All right. <laughs> well, I guess I'll share my attitude of gratitude. Okay. Uh, I love the ladies at the Kitchen Island and helping me celebrate my birthday meant so much to me. I don't want to get too sentimental, but just uh having fellowship and dining with you all and receiving yes i enjoyed receiving my gifts and so (laughs) i'm just i'm just grateful to have friends like you and then i'm grateful that god granted me another year uh of having a birthday and having family and friends who sent me cards and text and telephone calls and it's just been beautiful. So thank you, God. Thank you, family and friends. And thank you, Kitchen Island Tea. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, since all of y'all said everything about our fun time, because yesterday was wonderful. I had yes, it was. It was. And I am grateful for that. But my attitude of gratitude is I have a new grandson. Uh-oh. What's his name? Zane Ezra. Z-A-Y-N. Right. Ezra? Ezra is his middle name. Yes. Whoa. 
just like mine. He was born on September the 10th and 8 pounds and 5.5 ounces. Awesome. Okay, Granny. I know. (laughs) (laughs) GG to you. (laughs) That's awesome. So I'm happy that Zane is here and I'm looking forward to being the best grandmama. I can be too. And you got two grandchildren. Yes. yes. London Rain and Zane Ezra. I All love right. those names. I do too. They're Beautiful. Awesome. Awesome. That is great. Yes. Well, that those are great attitudes of gratitudes. Did I say that right? Attitude of gratitude. <laughs> I think I said attitudes. <laughs> we of got gratitude. attitudes and all the great gratitude. We're good. Okay, here we go. <laughs> well, anyway, it's been real, ladies. It's been fun. We actually ate before we recorded this time. Yes. Mm. What did we have, Miss Cheryl? Woo! We had fried chicken. We had some collard greens. We had some rice with gravy. We had some homemade cornbread. We had a mixture of the drink. Drink whatever she put in it. It was non-alcoholic, y'all. But it was good. It was good. And then we had homemade banana Banana pudding. pudding. So we are now full and we are ready to go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So with that being said, to our listeners, thank you for continuing to listen and support us. And we're going to be out of here. So I'm going to say I'm gone. Ciao, Bella. Till the next time. Adios. Bye.